Let's pray. Father, Lord, we, we just love you and we praise you, Lord. We pray that um, we would know that we are yours, Father, that you are ours. Father, pray that we would know that we are more, we would know more that we are your children. Um, Father, um, before we leave here, Lord, would you just um, press that into our hearts and in our minds and into our lives that we are children of yours. Um, Lord, we're thankful for that, and we love you, and we praise you, and we thank you. Amen. Well, thanks for the song, Joe. Hey, let me ask for a volunteer who um, likes to be an upfront reader or doesn't mind being an upfront reader, somebody who would come and read. Um, the pa- Is that you? Okay, so just be ready. Would you get a Bible? It's Luke 15, 11 through 32. It's the passage on the, um, on the handout. And uh, yeah, we'll do that in just a minute. Hey, uh, just, I want to piggyback on uh, Katie's comment about the Jackson Mission Weekend. Um, the work that we're going to be doing Saturday morning is a, a, a food program where um, neighbors in the, in the community come in to this center in Jackson and they uh, apply and they get matched up with food that they need and they go home with food that they, that they need. And so our main job is going to be interacting with the, the neighbors uh, as they come in for, for food and helping them get and go home with the food that they need. So really a neat opportunity to plug into the really meaningful work that We Will Go that uh, does down there. Um, the plan is to leave Friday afternoon, 4.30. If you're interested in going but uh, you can't leave Friday and you could make a day trip out of it, there, that may be an option. So just let me know if you're interested and I'd be glad to tell you that. I want to just remind you too that, that this time last week, Chap Fenwick was here from Camp Wesley Pines and uh, brought to um, y'all the, the option, the idea of summer camp staff. Um, now in two weeks, or is it, yeah, it's two weeks from tonight. No, it's three weeks from tonight. Uh, Russ Paulsgrove, who, who is the director of Camp Lake Stevens, is going to be here. He's going to do the same thing Chap did. Uh, he's going to preach that night and he's going to just have information about camp. So two great summer camp experiences that, uh, that I just want to put before you. And, and glad you have the opportunity to get to know Chap and Russ in the, in the meantime. All right, so before we hear the scripture and before we dive into tonight's uh, study, this is part three in the Abba series. Um, and we're going to go one more week next week. Um, before we dive in, I just want to say a word about a, a, a term that, that you may or may not have heard. The, the term is father wound. And yeah, there is a mother wound <laughs> as well. The, um, it's, not a, it's not a dad joke e- either. It's, it's, it's the, 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 the real experience that so many of us have because we have broken fathers. And best case scenario, best case scenario, you have a broken father. And you don't grow up with a broken father without some kind of woundedness. My, I think my main woundedness from my, my experience with my father, he was extremely passive. And, uh, and I think I'm still dealing with that in ways that I might not even really understand completely. Um, so I, I, that's not the whole point of tonight's study, but it, it is there's some notes at the bottom of the page about this concept called the father wound. And, and if that resonates with you, and if you feel like there's something there that, that, that you'd like to, to dig deeper or have a further conversation, uh, I'd be so glad to talk with you, pray with you, even help you find 
somebody else who could talk with you in, a, in an even better way than I could. Um, but that's a real thing. And as we think about God as Father, um, one of the hurdles that we have to, um, to overcome is the hurdle of fatherhood as we know it because of the father that we came up with. And um, the beauty is that God is, is father in perfection, and in perfection, uh, perfect fatherhood. And so as we get to know God, we get to know what fatherhood is really supposed to be. So guys, take notes. Um, okay, so before Mary Grace comes to read tonight's scripture, um, I want you all to group up. I want you, I'm looking for five, six, something like that. You can just kind of turn your chairs, move your chairs if you want to, or just kind of turn in. But I'm looking for groups of five or six. Would y'all do that while Mary Grace is on her way up here to read? Would you go to a microphone, Mary Grace? Mary Grace is going to read Luke 15, 11 through 32. If you've heard this story a hundred times, please try to hear it fresh. And if you've never heard this story before, I love that. I love that you're getting to hear this story with, with fresh ears. Um, so here are the two questions that I'm going to ask y'all to talk about it in your, in your groups there. Uh, one, if you could name this story anything other than the prodigal son, what would you name this story? And then the second question is, what do you think is the key verse? What's a key verse in this story? So uh, Mary Grace will read, and then we're going to group up for a few minutes and see what you think about this story from Luke 15. Read on. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want a share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into the, his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding, the pigs looked too good to him. But no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. And so he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother is back, he was told, and your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, 
all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when the son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and he had and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. Okay, great. All right, so in your group, um, spend a few minutes. I want a new name for this story. And what do you think is the key verse? Give you a couple of minutes. Have at it. But I'm going to move you along. If you're if you're not on to your second question, move on to your second question. I'll give you another minute. All right, y'all ready to bring it in for a landing? Wrap up those thoughts and we'll show and tell. All right, let's hear. Who's got a who's got a new name for this for this story? Right here. The selfish sons. All right. All right. I like it. Come on, who else? Open arms. The loving father. Absolutely. How about uh, y'all down here? The father's point of view. Yeah. Another group right here? Yes, Jeff. Dead to alive? Dead to, say again. Dead to alive. All right, all right. Is that all y'all? Who else? 
been found, all right? Yeah? All right, thanks for thanks for renaming this story. It, it it's really needed to be renamed. Um, anybody else? All right, what about a key verse? Somebody, uh, somebody, tell me what you think is a key verse in the in the whole story. Father, I've sinned against heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Yeah. Who else? Piper, you had one. Mm -hmm. Yep, returning thanks. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, even at home, the hired servants have food. Verse 17. Who else? Key verse. Y'all got one? While he was still a long way off, said that. Anybody else want in on this? Y'all, y'all nailed them. It's really hard to pick, to pick one. And I think if we can take all these key verses and mash them together, I think I think we've got the heart of this story. Um, so what we see right here, whatever you whatever you rename this story, what we see is is four options for being children of Abba God, and um, three are good, three are bad ideas, and one's a good idea. So it's uh, it's like that multiple choice test where you you, you got twenty five percent chance of getting it right. I, I hope you I hope you do. Option number one is that you can you can be the kid who removes yourself from Abba's love. You really can be the kid that removes yourself from Abba's love. In uh, in verse twelve, when he says to his dad, "Give me mine," I mean that's the equivalent to saying, "I wish you were dead." I wish you were dead. Literally, wish you were dead so that I could have all your stuff. That's um, that was the impact of what he had to say. And you know what this says about God is that um, is that we're, we're seeing God through this Father. Um, God created into this Abba relationship that we have with Him both our free will and the potential for His broken heart. This you, you, you fathom that that God created into this relationship with. With them and with us, our free will and um, his potential broken heart. Um, our Abba God created um, agency is a good word. Um, agency, the ability to, to, to make a decision and cause something to be. God created agency into his children that is, that is, that is best used in surrendered dependence to the Father, but we don't always use it that way. Um, the man John Wesley said, said this, he said, The root of all sin is a desire of independency on God. The root of all sin is, is a desire of independency 
upon God. Independency. Where, where are you prone to flex your independence from God? Um, this young son flexed his when he moved away, uh, both literally and figuratively, from his, from his father. And, and, and so do we. It, it is possible to remove yourself from experiencing Abba's love. But check this out. God created you with the agency to do the thing that he least wants you to do in order to give you the capacity to do the thing that he most hopes you'll do. That's how God created things to be in this Abba relationship. So don't be the kid who removes yourself from Abba's love. Um, second kind of kid you can be is you could be the kid who considers yourself disqualified from Abba's love. Um, you, you, you have the capacity to come to your senses, but even still to, to rule yourself outside of the love of the Father. Verse 17 um, says, where it says he finally he came to his senses. Um, and then he has this plan that I will go home to my father and I will say, Father, I've sinned against heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. And so I can just imagine that he practiced that, that line over and over and over as he walked home so that he would have it down and he could spit it out and he could lay it out there before his, his father. Um, even though he was coming home, he had disqualified him himself. Um, the, the fact that he came to his senses, it, it's kind of like God wrote an algorithm into our soul that just keeps reminding us of him. It's almost like God wrote something. God, it's not almost like, it's exactly like God wrote something into the code of our being that just keeps bringing him back up again. And I think that's what was happening to this young guy as he was away in the far country doing, uh, doing his thing. And coming to his senses was this experience with the grace of God that was reaching out to him even where he was. That, that symbolizes to us the, the far reach of the grace of God. That even when you're lost, the grace of God reaches to you. You're never so lost that you can't be found because the grace of God reaches to right where you are. So he had this plan um, that I'm going to go home. One way that he could have disqualified himself was just to remain gone, stay gone, uh, stay away. But the second way that he disqualified himself was by his, his plan that I'm going to go home and I'm going to go home as a servant, as a slave, instead of the, the son that I, that I am. Um, neither one of these was a good idea. Neither of these ways that he could have disqualified himself. Hey, this is an important note that there are no burned bridges when you're dealing with Abba, Father. There are no burned bridges. You may need to hear this one day down the road when you're 37 and crazy stuff has happened and you've done stupid things and, and life has gone off the rails and you feel like even God has given up on you. Uh, I hope that that on that day you'll remember these words that, that there are no burned bridges with Abba Father. You can always go back because the grace of God is always reaching to reel us back in. So that's the second way that you can be um, a, ch a child of Abba. Third way, now, now here comes the, the good one, you can be the kid who accepts Abba's love. You can be the kid who accepts Abba's love. And here's the picture of the love of the Father 
in verse 20 that while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Um, you know how, he, how the father saw him coming from a long way off? That, that he was just searching. He, he must have spent hours a day just scouring the horizon for his son to come back home. And then it says he ran, he embraced him, he kissed him. Um, you need to know that Abba is a relationship. Um, Abba is a relationship that, that misses you and that longs for you and that searches and seeks and scours the horizon for your return and then runs and hugs and kisses and embraces and welcomes you home. And another critical note is that that uh, there's no record of this young son getting his life together uh, or even cleaning up before he went home. Um, you don't have to clean yourself up to go home to Abba. And look at the warm welcome. Look at Abba's warm welcome home. Bring him a robe. Uh, bring him the finest robe in the house. Okay, th- this is, this is, this is uh, really important. Um, whose robe, which robe in the house would have been the finest robe in the house? The father's. He's saying, bring him my robe. Bring him, bring him my best. Not just an extra something that's been pulled down out of the attic. Not one of his old robes that he used to wear. Bring him mine. This is Abba Father clothing you in his best when you come home. And he said, put a ring on his finger. Um, that's not jewelry. That was identification. There was a it was a signet ring. There was a, a crest, a seal that represented that family. Uh, it was a, the equivalent of saying, hey, you're one of us again. But even more than that, the signet ring was the credit card. <laughs> it's how they did business. Um, literally, they'd take a ring and they'd stamp it in, in hot wax. And that seal in the hot wax would identify who owed money for that purchase. He said, give him the credit card. Um Sandals, you, you know who, who didn't wear sandals? The, the poor. You know who did wear shoes? The wealthy. The son comes home to an instant inheritance. And the feast. I mean, this was not like a, a Walmart lasagna and a bag of salad. This was the, the fattened calf. I mean, it had been fattened up for a long time for a special occasion that everybody was waiting for. Maybe a wedding, maybe a coming of age um, some big big deal and 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 a fattened calf that's not like a like a little small family meal that's like we're going to feed the whole village we're celebrating with everybody who we can get to come to this party it 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 was that wide and that big abba is a relationship that restores what was always supposed to be abba is a relationship that restores for this younger brother and restores for you and me what was always supposed to be, and that is family, intimacy, belonging, identity, authority. But friends, beware of lingering shame, um, because sometimes you, you, you come home and you have memories that can dog you and make you say, but a lot, but what about, but what about that, but what about that? Beware of lingering shame. Um, Abba, Abba knows nothing of lingering residual shame. Uh, leave it behind and move into your future with your Abba Father. Okay, so there's somewhat of a um, 
of an ironic plot twist running in the background of this story. And so here's a story about a father and his two wayward sons um, that is teaching us the lesson that our Abba God used his son to reach and to restore younger sons and elder sons and you and, and me. So there's this twist that, that, that from a story where the sons are kind of the, the bad guys, the point of the story is that the son is the one who brings us all back home to the father. Friends, trust the love of the father that's seen in the face of the son. It is true for you. But then there's one last way that you can be Abba's kid, and that is that you can be the kid who's at home with Abba, but, um, but not really. Kind of our lights are on, but nobody's home kind of experience. Verse 29, he said, the older brother said, all these years I've slaved for you. Um, and what we see here is that Abba is a relationship that you can be both near to and far from at the same time. You can be near and far from Abba all at the same time. All those years, big brother was slaving when he should have been sunning. Slaving when he should have been sunning. Uh, are you acting like a servant when actually you're Abba's daughter, Abba's son? That's the point, and that's the reality if you are in Christ. So, uh, so what is it that might keep you near to but far from Abba? What is it for you that might keep you near to but, but far from that rich relationship with Abba? Jesus told the story to, to counter, to confront, to target pride um, in the religious elite. And, um, and he singled out this older brother as kind of the poster child of pride here. Toxic pride kept the older son from his father and from his brother. Um, so tonight would you face your pride? What what, what pride in you would keep you from Abba? What pride in you might keep you from somebody else? What pride in you is separating you from knowing the love of the Father and sharing the love of the Father with, with others? If you see some pride, I'd invite you, urge you to confess it and turn from it. Turn to the love of the Father in the Son. So um, I want to wrap it up with just two simple questions. Um, not for you and your group, but just for you, for you personally. Um, out of these four, what kind of Abba's kid are you? What kind of Abba's kid are you? And the second question is, is may, I, may I welcome you home into Abba's family? Uh, do you trust in the Son? Consider in prayer. Let's consider in prayer.